The Jaguars are future focused. Future focused. This is Jaguars Post Game, presented by Florida Home AC. J.P. Shadrick, Mike Dempsey, and pride of the Jaguars, Fred Taylor, bring you highlights and analysis from today's game. Jaguars Post Game, presented by Florida Home AC, is brought to you by Farrah and Farrah, Baptist Health, and by TIAA Bank. Now, to get things started, here's J.P. Shadrick. And welcome in. It is Jaguars post game presented by Florida Home AC. JP Shadrick with pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor. Final score Steelers 16, Jaguars 15 in preseason week two. A missed field goal at the end from 57 yards. Gave up the score late on a one yard pass from Rudolph to Sneed for the Steelers to win this game. But the story around the Jaguars is going to be the starters tonight, how they played. The offensive starters, Fred, went until halftime. The defensive starters came back out for their opening drive of the second half. What did you make? Let's start with the offense tonight. How did you feel things went? JP, what's good, man? Hey, man. Um, I thought they did well. I thought they started uh, pretty fast. I thought they was crisp. Uh, they execute really well on uh, third downs. Yes, they did. I think they finished the half. They were 56% um, or something like that. So uh, Trevor made some really good throws in there, showed some good accuracy. A couple, I think two balls he was off to Kirk on third downs. But other than that, he really did some amazing throws. Uh, Travis Etienne, man, he looks very good. I'm excited to be able to watch him this year, uh, you know, hoping that he stays healthy. I thought the offensive line did a pretty good job up front other than that one uh, sack um, there early in the game was T.J. Watt, defensive player of the year. <laughs> uh, but other than that, they kept the quarterback clean. Um, but more impressively, just, just to see that the uh, with the the system, seeing guys run open, you know, around the field, seeing that the quarterback has time. So by design, um, I believe that you can expect the offense this year to be a bit more explosive, you know, offense under Coach Peterson. And I think that because of that design. You know, it's easier for those guys to pass protect, you know. Um, but, yeah, man, the running game looked pretty good, strong. Uh, the pass game looked pretty good. Red zone was a focus this week, as was third downs. And as you said, the, the starting group did pretty well on third downs. But the red zone, they faltered again, couldn't punch <clears throat> yeah. it in for touchdowns. And that was an emphasis this week for head coach Doug Peterson. He said it again at halftime. And at some point, you got to start putting it in the end zone more often. You definitely have to. I think they had a, uh, what was it, 15 play, 83-yard drive on the third possession there and only got three from that started at their 10-yard line. That's when you definitely, you know, want to see those guys capitalize. Anytime, really, uh, when you're in the in the uh, red zone, you want to see them put that in there and definitely not come away with, you know, missed field goals just on the outside of the of the red zone. But, uh, you know, the good thing, again, just going back to it, JP, yeah. uh, didn't see, you know, any turnovers from that group. I saw they played very disciplined football. No penalty. They had the one penalty on the left side right there, a holding call against Cam. But other than that, they played really efficient football. It was a holding call, that's for sure. Yeah, no, it was a holding call. <laughs> he got, he got his yeah, it was right. a holding call. And they had a few more <laughs> yeah. later in the game. But even to finish the yeah. half, I think the one um, unnecessary roughness on the field goal right there, that was gray area call for me. And then I, I believe there was another uh, um, uh, uh, delay a game. 
They called on Trevor. It was like coming out of a break. Too. He's coming out weird. of a break, so you don't want to yeah. see that, especially uh, going to wrap up the half. Very next play, they ran the ball, but they look offense looked solid, and the defense just looked lights out, flying around a lot of high energy uh, guys running around making plays, a lot of pressure on Trubisky early in the game. So uh, you can win with that. That's Fred Taylor. I'm J.P. Shadrick. It's Jaguars post game presented by Florida Home AC. Call Florida Home AC today, official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Coming up in just a few moments, Ashlyn Sullivan will have head coach Doug Peterson after a preseason week two loss. It's 16-15, the final score of the Steelers over the Jaguars. And this is Jaguars postgame on Jaguars Radio. Are your heating and cooling costs extremely high? Do you want to extend the lifespan of your heating and cooling system investment? If so, Florida Home Air Conditioning is ready to help you save some money. Schedule your annual AC or heating system tune-up today with Florida Home Air Conditioning for only $59. Florida Home Air Conditioning, official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Call 855-FLA-HOME. License number CMC 1250399, CFC 1430664, EC 1300885 Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has been a leader in direct mail for over a decade. Using the latest technology, Kessler can now reach your ideal audience even more effectively. Choose from between a couple of response channels, from direct mail to landing pages designed to engage and initiate responses with potential customers. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Veterans, you may have earned a variety of VA benefits. Did you know VA can help you further your education and pursue professional training? The Home Loan Guarantee Program can help you buy, repair, or adapt a home. VA provides housing support if you find yourself homeless or at risk of homelessness. And don't forget world-class health care. Learn more about these and other VA benefits. Visit choose.va.gov. Welcome back, Jaguars post game presented by Florida Home AC. JP Shadrick with Mike Dempsey. No, no, Mike Dempsey's out this week. My apologies. Fred Taylor is with us, of course. Shout Hi, out, Big Fred. Mike. He's out doing a good deed. Yeah, he's out doing a good deed, man. Got to take his kid to school, right? That's right. I it's remember a good those thing. days. Family got, first. Family always first. Always. We'll have Mike back with us next week. Yep. Uh, that was just in my my mental, um, you know, thing. It's just I'm used to saying that for eight years straight, Fred. Uh, we'll have uh, Mike back with us next week. Uh, hey, we're going to hear from Doug Peterson coming up, and I'm sure Ashlyn will probably ask him about uh, the offensive performance and the, the receivers were out there together for the first time in a game. Christian Kirk <laughs> showed what he can be to this offense tonight, finding a way to get open. He had five catches on eight targets, 54 yards, and it felt like, Fred, that Trevor just overthrew him on two or three of those, right? Uh, it could have been a whole lot more. That's a good sign if you got Kirk that wide open. Of course. Again, as I mentioned in you know, at opening, uh, just a lot of guys are running around. 
you know, he had a couple options on a few guys there. But again, you don't want those miscues, certainly not on third downs, third and four. I think the first one he overthrew him, uh, third and four, and then another corner route he overthrew him. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, you know, the velocity is there, the accuracy is there. Uh, I'm sure if he got those back, you don't get a lot of opportunities. But if he did, you know, I'm sure he would execute those. But it's encouraging to see Trevor uh, look as good as he's looked in these uh, two preseason games with the amount of snaps that he's been given. I talked to Marvin Jones Jr. during the game, obviously on the broadcast, and uh, he's in his 11th year in the NFL, Fred. I asked him how he's feeling. He, first of all, that was the first question. How are you feeling 11 years in? He's like, I'm, I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm. And how's this offense coming along? It's a He's the, the veteran player on this team, and he likes the way guys are in the film room. They're studying everything they need to be doing, and it's the little details of this and nuances of this offense that – I think hopefully by opening day we'll we'll really start to shine. But it's in moments like this tonight and then in the practices against Atlanta next week where you're going to see a lot of that really develop, I think. Yeah, you know, uh, the thing about Marvin Jones, man, he's a savvy vet. He's been around, you know, um, and those young guys, they'll look up to him. Down there on the sideline, just there's just me peeking around. I haven't been down there in the two years. It was nice to see you down there, by <laughs> the way. It was good to be there. It felt great. <laughs> Uh, just been in that environment. But just to see him, you know, moving around, just a lot of energy rooting on the other guys, rooting on the young guys on the, you know, the offense, as well as the defensive side of the ball. That's what you want to see from a captain, you know, 11-year vet. So that that right there in itself, JP, will uh, create the trust, you know, that you need, especially in their position room. So I'm pretty sure, you know, the guys like uh, Zay Jones and uh, the Christian Kirks, they're looking up to him and they trust what, he, uh, what he's giving back to him. So that that's always a good thing. And, you know, it's easier for him to work with the quarterback, you know, as a leader, as a guy who's been there, as a guy who can keep the other guys at bay when things aren't going their way. Uh, so shout out to MJ, man, and not the MJ, but MJJ. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Talk uh, about the GOAT over there. No, right? not the no, GOAT. Not okay. quite, not yet. <laughs> but uh, he's going to help this team a lot. Fred Taylor, J.P. Shadrick, it's Jaguars postgame, and the Jaguars fall tonight uh, by a score of 16-15. We're standing by. Head coach Doug Peterson will catch up with Ashton Sullivan coming up here on Jaguars postgame in, in just a few moments. Offensive line under the microscope tonight. The right tackle position rotated in the first half. Jawan Taylor, Walker Little. Mm-hmm. I saw them both on the sideline together between drives over there with the offensive line, basically trading notes all the time. I mean, they are still teammates. Yes, they're competing, but it's a good thing to see those guys kind of working together for the, the cause and see what comes out of it. But right. what do you make of them tonight? You know, uh, I can I always go back to say this. Coaches love position battles. It's going to make somebody better. Somebody has to come to the forefront. But more importantly, uh, you know, it gives them a glimpse as they look into, you know, it, the depth the depth that it creates in the team. So if you have to make a decision on which guy is going to be in there, the good thing is you know you got an insurance card, right? And the players are also welcome that because they enjoy competing. Uh, I think overall you want to have a clear-cut number one before the season starts. That way they can get beside his guard. They can be better communications between those guys and create a, you know, a better gel, uh, which will make all of those guys better. But uh, Walter Little gave up the sack to TJ early. Um, overall, I thought they did well. Again, the run game looked pretty good. Um, and those guys are going to continue to play their butts off because they know one of those guys want to get out there and be the guy before week one. Defensively, we uh, we saw Dewan Smoot 
really flashed tonight a couple times yep. and certainly got the holding call in the end zone. That was mm -hmm. a big play in the game for the defense. Um, but in the first quarter, the starting defense is out there, and they put together a really good night, I thought, Fred. Um, you know, getting uh, They didn't have a lot of pressure early on the quarterback, but then they, they held down that run game very well for the Steelers, though. Yeah, they, they were great in the run. I mean, absolutely amazing against the run. And that's what you want to see because those are going to keep you in a lot of games. You know, you're going to force a lot of situations where uh, third and long, you know, and I thought they got off the field and did really well. I think the Steelers were one for five. Yeah, it's good. Uh, and at the end of the first half. Um, so they're going to put their team in good position. The pressure that I saw early on, uh, Trubisky kind of alluded. I was like, "Is that Big Ben back there?" <laughs> but he was getting, he was, a, he was an escape artist for a while, and so they were getting upfield. They, they slightly harassed him, got him off his mark, but they just got to bring him down. You know, you want to have those turn into sacks, but those guys just they pick and choose. They took their turns. Um, Trayvon Walker was getting upfield. Josh Allen was getting upfield. You had some interior uh, pressure. Key got him one. Got you know, one. got yeah. up in there. Uh, but you want to see that smooth, as you mentioned, you know, creating the habit, create the holding call, and that's really a, a a safety in the end zone, basically just a turnover, not game time. But whatever he has an opportunity to get, hopefully he gets some, and then it'll hopefully for him it'll carry over to the, the regular season. That's Fred Taylor. I'm J.P. Shadrick. Doug Peterson's press conference has completed. He is walking down the hall. At, at least we think so. We can't see him in the hallway. But <laughs> he's going to go catch up with Ashton Sullivan here in a moment, and uh, we'll hear his thoughts on tonight's game. A loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers, 16-15 the final score. The starting offense goes the entire first half tonight. They got a two-minute opportunity. It fell short. That's what he wanted to see as well. They got another two-minute opportunity at the end of the game uh, and missed the field goal at the end. The defense, the starters for the Jaguars on the defensive side, actually opened the second half as well. They played a little longer into it. And, and Peterson said before the game that, you know, maybe 25 snaps somewhere in there from the defense. They were just a bit shy of that, and they got that going into the second half. Head coach Doug Peterson with Ashlyn Sullivan outside the Jaguars locker room. Ashlyn? Thank you, JP. We are here with head coach Doug Peterson, and we spoke all week, and we spoke pregame about how we were going to see the starting offense play more. They won't go to halftime. Your observations of the starting offense. You know, I thought they, they did some good things. Um, you know, we, we started fat. We did, I think, a, a little bit up and down, yeah. a little bit up and down. We, we missed some things in both the run and pass uh, games tonight. Um, but I did think overall the execution was, was pretty good. Um, you know, but definitely wanted to see them play the first half and, and get the, you know, get some different situations in there. You know, we tried to get them a two-minute drive there at the end of the half and, and uh, you know, work some scenarios that way. Uh, but but I think I think we're we're right on track where we need to be. Um, you know, still got a couple of weeks here to get some things ironed out. Mm -hmm. Definitely did. We improved a little bit on third down in the first half with our first unit, and then you know we just still have to get better with the red zone. That's that's another area that that we have to focus on. Mm -hmm. and starting defense. It was funny. We were writing our notes before halftime. We said, "Man, their lights out." And then that two minute drive happened, and everyone was saying, "Okay, well that's why you practice the two minute drive in the preseason, right?" Exactly right, and that. You know, I thought the defense up to that point was playing extremely well, and even to start the third quarter, they they had the you know the the uh, the stop there and, and mm -hmm. forced them to punt and got off the field. So, you know, outside that two minute drive, they they played extremely well. Kept the you know, and Pittsburgh did play some of their starters, you know, on offense and especially the offensive line. So, uh, it was good to see that they could go up against you know starting you know caliber guys in the NFL and 
uh, played well, you know, played lights out, like you said, and and uh, that was good to see. But but now we got to go back and evaluate that two minute and and um, you know make the corrections. Yeah, and you look at that defensive roster, and we spoke last week a lot about the depth of this team. Then you look at Smoot, and you look at Arden Key and Adam Gossis, and then Tim Jones on offense. And it seems like this team kept the game in much more in check in the third quarter than last week. They did, and, and I think that's what they learned from last week, and that's kind of what we talked about, you know, is, is learning how to finish, you mm-hmm. know, and this team needs to learn how to do that. And, um, you know, we, I thought we took a little step closer to doing that. We just failed at the end of the game. But those guys you mentioned played played well, you know. Um, you know, I think Adam came up with a big fumble recovery in the game, and, and both Arden Key and, and Smoot are, are dynamic pass rushers. They're, they they can push the pocket, you know, and they're going to be solid solid players for us. and. Mm-hmm. Um, just adds to the depth of that defensive line. and um, But, uh, yeah, we've got to learn how to overall finish better, uh, especially in that fourth quarter. Christian Kirk making his preseason debut. It seemed like every time you looked his way, he was open, basically. He made some great catches, made some tough catches, and, and that's that's why we brought him, you know, to uh, to make those type type of catches for us. It was, it was fun to, to kind of get him out there and see him and, and Zay and Marv together and uh, even to get, you know, LaVisca a touch or two out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it was good to get him back uh, in the fold offensively and, of course, on special teams. And, and then even Jamal. You know, Jamal got a couple of touches early. and, and um, But, I, you know, all those guys are kind of working themselves back into um, sort of playing shape, you know, um, especially those, the guys I mentioned at the end. But uh, Christian is a, is a solid, solid player. He's a great leader. Um, he, and, he and Trevor are on, a, on the same page a lot. And uh, that's, that's good to see. And now we look to joint practice with the Falcons here in a couple of days. What's the biggest goal for the team going into those practices? You know, just still to get good work. Um, you know, get good quality work with our starters and, and in, a, in a controlled environment, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's nothing live. It's all, you know, the thud-type practice and, and, uh, and really get some, get some good quality work against another opponent, you know. And it's like, it's like playing a game during the middle of the week. And, and uh, you know, just, just again, we're, we're still evaluating us and we're still trying to get better. We're not necessarily scheming anybody. And, and yet, you know, we've got to see the improvement each week uh, with our football team. And, and um, you know, we still got a couple of weeks before before the season kicks off. It is crazy to think it's a couple more weeks. Are you ready for regular season or do we still need <laughs> these couple more weeks? What is it, two weeks from tomorrow? Yeah, two weeks. Seems so. like a long way away. Uh, yeah, it does, but it's going to be here. It's going to be here extremely, maybe three weeks away. But it's, anyway, I can't remember. But it's uh, anyway, it's mo- it's moving fast. But at the same time, you know, we got the right combination of guys in that locker room, uh, guys that really want to work and they want to improve and get better, and that that's a positive, and that's what we can build on. Love it. Well, coach, thank you for your time. Thank you. Back to you, JP. All right, Ashlyn, well done. Thank you very much. It's three weeks for the record, Fred, until the opener. With coach, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when it gets here, it'll be here. You know, he's so tuned in to right now, and I think that's what matters the most, being in the moment. Coach Poley used to always say that, embrace the moment, you know, because we always tend to uh, undervalue the moment and the time we have. We always overestimate how much time we have. So you got to take advantage of right now. So I think that's what he's saying. Let's come back. We'll dig into that a little bit more. The defensive play of the game is coming up as well, presented by Kingfish Pest Control. Jags fall in preseason week two, 16-15. The final Steelers a winner. And it's Jaguars postgame on Jaguars Radio. 
Are your heating and cooling costs extremely high? Do you want to extend the lifespan of your heating and cooling system investment? If so, Florida Home Air Conditioning is ready to help you save some money. Schedule your annual AC or heating system tune-up today with Florida Home Air Conditioning for only $59. Florida Home Air Conditioning, official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Call 855-FLA-HOME. License number CMC 1250399, CFC 1430664, EC 1300085 Brooks Rehabilitation has more than 50 years of experience serving the North Florida community with cutting-edge rehabilitation care, ranging from joint replacements, sports injuries, and balance issues to traumatic brain injuries, spinal cord injuries, and strokes. Their highly trained clinical teams span across their system of care to include inpatient, outpatient, skilled nursing, assisted living and memory care, home health, and adaptive community programs. Learn more at brooksrehab.org. Brooks is proud to be the rehabilitation provider for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hey, Jaguars fans, are you ready to talk some trash? Well, nobody talks trash quite like Waste Pro, the official waste service and recycling partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Specializing in residential and commercial solid waste and recycling collection, processing, and disposal, Waste Pro is equipped to handle all your recycling and garbage removal needs. For service, call 904 731 7288. Waste Pro, caring for communities and caring for Jacksonville. Headquartered in Jacksonville, Florida, CSI Companies partners with leading organizations across the country to deliver workforce solutions. As a proud sponsor of your Jacksonville Jaguars, CSI crafts personalized operations to fuel the success of businesses, both big and small. Whether it's finding the right talent for a job or seamlessly managing a project from start to finish, CSI has over three decades of experience in getting the job done. This is your workforce solutions reimagined. Visit CSICompanies.com. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the print services you need for your business. Need large banners and signs for your next promotional event? How about custom boxes to advertise your company fleet? Find out for yourself how Kessler Creative can help you stand out from the competition with eye-catching designs that are sure to impress your customers. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of Jacksonville Jaguars. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. Welcome back. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC. Jaguars fall in preseason week two. Steelers 16, Jaguars 15. J.P. Shadrick, Fred Taylor. No Mike Dempsey this week. He'll be back with us next week as the Jaguars visit the Atlanta Falcons. PRI Productions, the official event production company of the Jags, has everything you need to bring your next idea to life. Visit PRIproductions.com. How about some of the, the comments of Doug Peterson there? Some up and down, he said, and, you know, the two-minute drive, you, you need to see that on the field, and they faltered a couple times there tonight, but at least they got some tape to work on some things right. there, mm-hmm. and 
And now it's on to the practices next week. Yeah, JP, it's always one thing to be in this position that we're in, be able to make comments based on what we saw in the field. Uh, you know, but they're in those meeting rooms. You know, he's the head man. He knows how he expects those guys to execute it. Uh, he knows the play design, you know, progression reads, all that other stuff that we don't get an opportunity to really understand because we're not in there. We, we speak to what we see. And uh, we're just Monday morning quarterbacks, post-game radio show. Uh, so the ups and downs, I think that's where that comment comes from. But more importantly, the thing that stood out for me, he said they're on track, which means he likes what he sees, and we can work with that, and we can continue to build on that. Uh, he also said uh, in the joint practice that's coming up, he wants to get the quality reps with the starters. you know, uh, And he's not going to take it lightly. You know, so he's going to take full advantage of that, even though he doesn't know how much time it is between now and the first first game. Uh, he knows he's going to take advantage of the opportunity that they have when they uh, go with the Falcons. Time now for the Kingfish Pest Control defensive play of the game. And we'll go with Dewan Smoot. In the third quarter, 9-15 to play in the third Smoot got in on the quarterback and forced a throw into a vacant area on the right sideline. After a conversation among the officials, they dropped the flag. Intentional grounding in the end zone. It's a safety. Dewan Smoot forced the issue. The sideline celebrated like crazy. The defense ran off the field with two points and the football back to their offense. So that's a pretty good defensive play. In our book, that's the Kingfish Pest Control defensive play of the game. Let the pros tackle the pests in your home by going to kingfishpest.com. That's kingfishpest.com. Dwan Smoot, and they said it on the broadcast tonight, uh, Fred, you know, in his first year or so here, there was a question whether he was going to make the roster, and mm -hmm. he's kind of made his way along, hung around, found roles, now he's got a contract, he's back, and, and he's a really solid pass rusher. You heard Doug Peterson say it, too. Yeah, and he helps create that depth that we were talking yeah. about. A guy who's been around, you know, uh, he's a hard worker. You know, through hard work, through that, that grind and that effort, you're going to make some plays. And he's one of those guys that he always finds a way to show up in the stat book, you know, in the stat sheet, uh, whether it's, you know, uh, sack here or there, you know, forced fumble, you know, the safety right there in the end zone. Uh, so, you know, always shout out to Smoot, man. Just a good kid, too. Yep. You know, he always reaches out to me and just wants to, you know, understand this life thing and business and, and ball, you know, how he should carry himself. So, you know, it matters to him. And that's what I've taken away from him because uh, more than anything else, I think he's the one player that has expressed, you know, willingness to reach out to me. You know, I don't know much about defensive line and what he needs to get done <laughs> but uh you know he reaches out to me and he just wants to talk you know talk football talk life talk business and where he should be so it matters to him yeah, yeah. and there's big. there's uh, I would say you're a, a fantastic resource Fred for all of the above it, yeah and it, you yes you know defensive football too because you used to run through those guys all the time I well, know some stuff you know but I don't know uh I can't get in their playbook you know, and, and talk that lingo with him. You can him. give a different I mean, perspective, I, I can't give a different perspective. You know. But, uh, you know, again, just going back to that it matters. You know, I, I think he has a sense of urgency that matters. Also, we're going to so make we'll it make exciting. We'll make it unanimous. No, nah, I, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll make it. Were you trying to, like, were you going another direction? No. Oh, it's, I yeah. wanted to see what you were going to say. 
Well, it makes sense. And, and he, he described it beautifully. It was well done. Uh, it does make sense because we've seen it on the practice field. There's a lot of money going into his bank account, too. And I think for the first time, fans wanted to see that in action somehow tonight. And oh. if they hadn't been overthrown a couple times, he would have had bigger stats than that. But that's, that's a good start, and it's building momentum for this offense. Yeah, the good thing is even with the overthrows, he's finding a way to get open. That's right. You know, those eight targets, uh, you definitely can work with that. And he's not a big guy. No. You know, I, I, just looking at him from afar, you know, watching him play when he was in Arizona and the highlights, uh, I thought he was a bigger guy. But he's not a big guy, man, but he finds a way to get open, and the Jaguar fans are going to, you know, want to see a lot of that, especially to go along with the big big check that he just uh, That's right. That's right. So uh, he, has to, he has a lot of, um, you know, he has a lot to live up to, and hopefully he can do it. He gets separation, man. Like he mm-hmm. can, he's just kind of shifty and quick, and and finds a way, and that's why he's been a really good slot receiver over his years. Because you know those guys can find a way to get open pretty quickly and get the ball to him in a hurry, and that's kind of what we saw tonight. And you're right, he's not a big guy at all. I mean, I, I saw you standing there beside him. I mean, you're a big guy, Fred, but um, it, it's not like he's super tall or has blazing speed or anything like that. But if you can get open. That, that's, that's what that's what's most important you know you going back you know he reminds me of um a, a julian elderman you know a guy who can get shifty underneath they can create certain mismatches versus linebackers you open up the offensive sets and put him in those positions one under two two under three a lot of crossers it seems that that's what they were uh doing tonight great on out routes short uh comeback routes um, getting in and out of his breaks to create that separation you was talking about. So uh, if he can do that, you throw that whole size thing out of the you know conversation. Has there been a Jaguars receiver like that? I don't remember one recently, certainly, that has been able to do anything close to that. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't remember anyone. Because um, in, in the early days, they're deep down the field guys, right? And then they were bigger guys too. Yeah. So in terms well, Jimmy's of – Jimmy's massive. Uh, I think one guy, he wasn't as fast as Christian, uh, but this was years ago. Uh, I'm going to say the old Pittsburgh Steeler. uh, Remember Troy Edwards? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, Lafayette, Louisiana Lafayette, I believe, or something like that. Troy reminds me of him in terms of size and great route running and amazing hands, but wasn't a fast guy. He wasn't going to get behind you. We've seen Christian get behind the defense uh, and make plays that way, and that's what it's about, making plays. If you're looking for the MVP of the truck game, then look no further than Ford F-150. Loaded with impressive capabilities and designed to dominate work, play, and everything in between, this truck makes tough look easy. Your local Ford dealer, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Christian Kirk, the Jaguars Radio Network player of the game. The Baptist Health Injury Report when we return. 16-15 the final. Steelers over the Jaguars and it's Jaguars postgame on Jaguars Radio. Are your heating and cooling costs extremely high? Do you want to extend the lifespan of your heating and cooling system investment? If so, Florida Home Air Conditioning is ready to help you save some money. Schedule your annual AC or heating system tune-up today with Florida Home Air Conditioning for only $59. Florida Home Air Conditioning, official air conditioning partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Call 855-FLA-HOME. License number CMC1250399, CFC1430664, EC1300085-57. How far should we go? When it comes to the health of children, 
we will stop at nothing, focusing on prevention as much as cures, working with community leaders, educators, policymakers to make every child's world a place for them to thrive. Going to the nth degree and beyond. Nemours Children's Health, well beyond medicine. Join the journey at nemours.org slash beyond. Headquartered in Jacksonville, Florida, CSI Companies partners with leading organizations across the country to deliver workforce solutions. As a proud sponsor of your Jacksonville Jaguars, CSI crafts personalized operations to fuel the success of businesses, both big and small. Whether it's finding the right talent for a job or seamlessly managing a project from start to finish, CSI has over three decades of experience in getting the job done. This is your workforce solutions reimagined. Visit CSICompanies.com. Hey, Jaguars fans, are you ready to talk some trash? Well, nobody talks trash quite like Waste Pro, the official waste service and recycling partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Specializing in residential and commercial solid waste and recycling collection, processing, and disposal, Waste Pro is equipped to handle all your recycling and garbage removal needs. For service, call 904-731-7288. Waste Pro, caring for communities and caring for Jacksonville. Restaurant Orsay is a bustling French-American bistro focusing on classic French techniques with their chefs incorporating a traditional Southern influence. Celebrate life's special moments or just relax and enjoy their daily happy hour, weekend brunch, and nightcap on Friday and Saturdays from 10 until midnight. Restaurant Orsay, located in historic Avondale, 3630 Park Street. Visit www.restaurantorsay.com. Veterans, you may have earned a variety of VA benefits. Did you know VA can help you further your education and pursue professional training? The Home Loan Guarantee Program can help you buy, repair, or adapt a home. VA provides housing support if you find yourself homeless or at risk of homelessness. And don't forget world-class health care. Learn more about these and other VA benefits. Visit choose.va.gov. Welcome back. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC. J.P. Shadrick with Fred Taylor after a Jags loss in preseason week two. And it's time for the Baptist Health Injury Report. Baptist Health changing health care for good. Well, there were uh, five players that were held out tonight for the Jaguars for various stages of trying to work their way back. Devin Lloyd, one of those, a linebacker who's been out all training camp with a hamstring issue. We'll see if he gets some time next week in Atlanta. He was trending that way the end of this past week. Uh, James Robinson, of course, running back, same thing, working his way bit by bit uh, to maybe get some uh, – he actually got some team reps last week, but uh, we'll see if they want to throw him out there against the Falcons. I don't know about that, Fred, though. We'll see. Um, and then a few others uh, before the game. Uh, and, you know, Darius Williams has not seen uh, a lot of time yet. He is getting some teamwork, but still has the non-contact jersey on in practice. A couple offensive linemen down as well. Uh, the one during the game, Foley Fadakasi, the uh, free agent defensive lineman, went down apparently a, a lower right leg issue and – I saw him on the sidelines with the team doctor, Kevin Kaplan, and the athletic training staff, Fred. They let him run a little bit, kind of stretching both lower legs there to see what would fire, what wouldn't. And 
Um, they just decided, I think, to keep him off to the side as a precaution. Mm-hmm. It felt like there was no official status from the team, but um, you know, it could have been a whole lot worse. I think. Right. Yeah. No need to press it. You know, he, here's a guy they're going to depend on <clears throat> throughout the course of the season. So keep him there, caution yourself, and uh, do whatever necessary treatment during the week, and get him ready to play um, joint practice versus Atlanta or ready for Week One. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on the Jaguars radio network. Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC, Steelers 16, Jaguars 15. We're back with a preview of next week's practices in Atlanta. It's Jaguars postgame on the Jaguars radio network. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. At Star Credit Union, you inspire us to deliver on our promise, to do good for our members and our communities. That's why we offer more banking options, like better rates and no hidden fees. We also give back, donating several million dollars to hundreds of nonprofits each year. Better financial lives, stronger communities. Star Credit Union. Do good. Bank better. Visit ViStarCU.org slash join. Insured by NCUA. At Fair and Farrah, we represent people from all walks of life in matters involving personal injury cases. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter which neighborhood you call home. Because everyone deserves justice, dignity, and respect. And remember, when it comes to compensation, you only get one shot. Make it count. Call Farrah and Farrah at 800-500-5555. Jacksonville. Welcome back. It's Jaguars postgame presented by Florida Home AC. J.P. Shadrick with Fred Taylor. Well, you mentioned earlier in the show, Fred, uh, right off, I think, the top, that you liked the way Travis Etienne Jr. played again tonight. What mm-hmm. did you like about it? You know, the consistency that I see from Etienne is he has great vision. You know, his decision-making is very solid. You know, Mike called it dancing yeah, right, <laughs> last ago. week in this postgame you know, show. But uh, for me, it's, it's tempo. As a running back, his tempo, his patience, because when you see it, you got to go. You know, and he's able to do that. He's running with great pad level. He's, he's, he's breaking tackles. You know, it's not a big back, you know, in, in terms of size, but he's running with power because he has great pad level, and he's making decisive cuts, and he's downhill. You know, so f- for me, uh, that's what I want to see in my running backs. I will never question a running back and say they're dancing 
when, um, you know, they're setting up the play. Because you got to have tempo. You got to have that patience. You got to have that trust in your ability to be able to get back to it and make the play. There was run, run. Uh, I mean, he probably ran 20 yards on the play just to get back to the line of scrimmage. They had him there for a five-yard loss. But uh, he showed some quickness. You know, he was able to break those tackles and get back there, which didn't set the offense back. It didn't set the play caller back to now have to call a, you know, second and 13 or 14 plays. hard to find those plays in the playbook. But um, he's very impressive coming off of his injury. Um, he's going to put some pressure on, on the running back room. You know, and, and it's I would prefer to see a healthier uh, James Robinson to really see true competition battle and put some pressures on the coaching staff to, to see who they would name the starter, you know, going into week one. But again, as I mentioned earlier, uh, it's always good to have two very good guys, you know, uh, uh, at a position battling it out because it's just going to make the room better. It's going to allow the call, play call an opportunity to get more creative with having options you know, uh, uh, out there at the same time. So uh, it's good to see it. What did you think of Snoop Connor tonight? Um, he ran over a couple guys. Ran over red zone. very good downhill. Yeah, downhill runner. That's his strength. Uh, I saw a play down there on the goal line. I think it was second and five. You know, he missed the cut uh, there on his own play, but that can happen. He kept it front side, um, but a strong downhill runner. Uh, that would create some uh, change of momentum, change of pace between the style, having those style differences between those two guys. This week, Fred, the Jaguars head to Flowery Branch, Georgia, and they'll practice for two days against the Atlanta Falcons, Wednesday, Thursday, and then the game Saturday, I believe, at 3 o'clock kickoff time at Mercedes-Benz Stadium mm-hmm. in downtown Atlanta. Uh, did you ever do – like joint practices when you were playing? Like yeah. How often and when? And, and, um, and what do you get out of it? I thought we did more with uh, under Coach Coughlin early on. Um, you know, it, it breaks the monotony of, of, of playing against each other, practicing against each other all the time. And I think back in the day it was a lot worse. We had those two-a-day practices, <laughs> full padded practices all the time. And I think we practiced uh, against the Atlanta somewhere. Okay. Went away. Because uh, they I think used to be in South Carolina. Be here. I yeah. think that's where it was. That's right. Um, my memory fails me sometimes. I think it was like in Spartanburg but, or somewhere up there. And then there. it would be the yeah. Saints. I remember the Saints would come down here. We practiced against the Saints a few times on dual practice. But that was always good back in the day to sort of, you know, you're not hitting your guy. You want to see what you where you are and putting your best foot forward. But uh, if I can give those guys any advice is that when things get heated, keep your helmets on. <laughs> Don't punch into a face mask, you know, and, and – Break and, a hand. And, and break your wrist like my good friend uh, Big Marcus Stroud did back in the day uh, where he and Mark Banowitz went at it under Coach Coughlin. And TC was like, Marcus, be smarter than that. You, you know, I'll find you for breaking your, your hand. I think he, he messed up his wrist somehow. We always. Well, not only did he break his hand, he got <laughs> fined too. Coach Coughlin wasn't going to miss an opportunity yeah, to find anyone. You know, his college teammate got fined uh, $10,000 for wearing a, a bright orange colored gator suit. So TC wasn't missing the opportunity <laughs> to find anybody. Fred, well done tonight, as always. Appreciate you. And uh, have a great week. We'll talk to you ahead of the Falcons Jaguars game coming up this uh, next Saturday, a week from tonight. Have a good week. Always looking forward to it, man. You too. See you soon. Always good to see you. Fred Taylor, pride of the Jaguars, running back, the GOAT with us. Uh, Hey, if you're listening in Jackson, yeah, you're the GOAT.
I can say that. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. it. Uh, if you're listening in Jacksonville, the scoreboard show is coming up next. We'll take your calls at 355-NFL1. VP of production, Patrick Cavanaugh. Executive producer, Dave DeCandis. Manager of radio, Joe Fortunato. Linda Fortunato, our studio producer, Tony Smith as well. Brent Reber, Trent Padilla, Gabby Dalton. Produce our video for Jaguars.com. For Fred Taylor and our entire crew, this is J.P. Shadrick saying goodnight. Final score, Steelers 16, Jaguars 15 on the Jaguars radio network.